Hello everyone. Welcome back to our severe case of indecision. Our completely biased opinions. And uh <coughs> feeling like shit with Ian and Tyler. And you're listening to sound audits. As per the norm. How are we doing today, Tyler? Great. Great. Not as good as you though. Oh yeah. I feel like absolute shit. Ian's dying. Yeah. He has Welcome to my strap life. I have asshole. Diabetes. I don't think it. Nice. Don't think that's how that works, but. We're excited today because it's a nice day out. It's fucking gorgeous. As it has been for like the past week here in Maryland, so. It's good to be alive right now, at least, but. Today we are reviewing an album which. When, when was. I forget when I told you about it. It must have been like a couple weeks ago at this point. It was a while. We just haven't gotten around to it. Um, because school and Jesus Christ, help me. Um, this album is called. Good at Drum falling. Drum roll, please. <laughs> good at falling. <laughs> yeah, good at falling by the Japanese house. Um, and funny story about how I found this one. Um, I was just looking through Apple Music as you do. Um, and I decided to stalk. Um, all of the people that Tyler was following just to see what they were listening to. And one of the dudes on there was listening to this album, and I was like, huh, that's a cute, cool cover. I want to listen to that. And boy, was I pleasantly surprised. Um, so I actually don't have any info pulled up. So do you? Um, this is a solo project. Yeah. It's not really a band, is it? It's Amber Bain. She has released four EPs prior to this album called Pools to Bathe in, Clean, Swim Against the Tide, and Saw You in a Dream. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh. Interesting. So, this album is... The, the style of this album is very similar to that of the 1975 the difference being in the content of the albums because the 1975 depicts a lot of um like substance abuse and and cheating on your spouse and that type of stuff in their music and this is not that not not that but the 1975 and Amber Bain are both signed to the same label. Are they really? Yeah. And George Daniel of the 1975 has done all of the producing and all of the mixing on this album. So a lot of people are not happy that this album sounds a lot like that album when they're almost like indirectly tied together. I didn't know so, that. Maybe I'll have to go back and listen little to bit of A uh, little bit of controversy there, but it's not really that big of a deal because, like I said, the content is just different between yeah. the two bands. I and actually thought... Some... It's a chick versus four dudes. Yeah. So. Oh, Jesus Christ. That, okay. Uh, we can't say that in 2019, Tyler. It's a woman compared to four men. Okay. Compared to is a much bands. better... Yes. Okay. That sounds better. Um, what I thought was interesting about this is one of the life stories that um, is tied to this album, apparently, is that she, at a young age, I guess, moved to Japan for a bit, and she pretended to be a guy. Um, and this Japanese girl fell in love with her, but she had no idea that she was a girl. Well, this is a fucking weird story, dude. That's like something out of that's something out of a fucked up movie. But like, and the girl when she found out, her heart was broken, and uh, Bane I guess ended up moving away, and a lot of the content on this album sort of reflects that sort of mood, I guess, where she is just having this identity crisis um, and doesn't really know uh, who she is or what she wants to be and I mean go fucking figure lots of people or 
lots of albums had that sort of content now, but I just thought that the story behind it and the motivation behind it was very, very interesting. Because that's not something I would have ever have found out about if I hadn't. I think it was actually on Apple Music, the description uh, of the album. Interesting. I'll have to check. What genre would you put this in? Or genres? Electronica. Uh, alternative dance. So, uh, indie, indie pop. Dream uh, pop. Dream pop. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of shoegaze. Shoegaze? Shoegaze. I didn't know, know that. that I did not know what that genre was. Shoegaze is like, it's just, um, it's like dream pop except bigger, basically. It's it's gargantuan synths. I think is what the thing so for shoegaze is. Most of the sounds on this album were played through a, a keyboard, which I thought were interesting. So all of the the synthesizers, samplers keyboard some of the guitar the really? bass and drums were played through this not on every track there are certain tracks where the um certain tracks where the the drummer from the 1975 played and when she plays these live because i watched a few clips of her playing live she plays good? a lot of the bass on the keyboard which is, is it good very interesting yeah is it good live like yeah actually a good yeah. show yeah because yeah. i remember seeing uh something about her possibly coming to this area no. Right? Really? I think so. Hold on. I actually want to look at oh, this. Oh, Black Cat, May 25th. Yeah. I really want to go. Well, we're going. Okay. Sick. Um, We're going to so many concerts this year. Yes. You watch it. I, I'm I, I'm going to 21 Pilots this year. Did you buy tickets? It's gonna, not yet, but I'm going to. <laughs> I Well, I checked. and you I might know, want to get on that. Yeah, I know which concerts I'm going to, so... What is? Are you doing GA? What are you doing? Going general admission? Uh, no. No. For TOP, no. Those are all sold out. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. For floor, yeah. For what show? Uh, all of the ones around here. Never mind. Uh, something that's interesting though on Apple Music about this album. A lot of times, um, they'll give a new album a description, just giving you what. They're not sold out. Am I just fucking retarded? Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Well, um, one one of the things about this album that you don't really see many other places is she gave a song-by-song write-up, basically. Basically telling uh, what her mindset behind each and every song that she wrote was. Like which in was a notebook? Very, it's literally just... Oh, on Apple Music. Yeah. That's the first track. Oh. Second track. Third track. And she explains all of it. Which I, like, that's a long-ass Apple description. <laughs> like, yeah. They did a fucking write-up. If you release music, is that what you're going to do? What each song was inspired by? I don't know. Have you thought about that? Uh, sort of. What I would, mean, your, within what would the, your album cover be? Within the next month, watch it. Watch it happen. I just need to write some lyrics. Um, the whole reason that we, we we started this podcast was to plug Ian's music and make him famous. <laughs> exactly. The, because we knew we'd have hundreds and hundreds of followers. That's that that's the that was the whole plan from the very we beginning. Do. From the very beginning. Um, and I actually do have an idea for an album, which I will not disclose yet because I'll tell you after though. I'll tell you after. People on the podcast are just going to have to wait. Right. I'm ready to get into what we liked, though, because I'm I'm really excited to talk about this. By the way, I'm sorry if I'm boring. I can't scream in this podcast or else I'll actually blow up my vocal cords. So apologies for no screaming. But let's get in the next section. You're apologizing for not screaming? Um, you're welcome. Actually... <laughs> <laughs> Let me do you all a favor and be sick for an episode. <laughs> Special edition. Hell yeah. When I first started writing Lilo, I was in my flat in Forest Hill, and I guess I was like 19. And then I finished writing Lilo in Oxford, like as I was just finishing the end of the album. The entire writing of that song spans over the entirety of my relationship with um, my ex-girlfriend Marika. Um, yeah, so I started writing it when I first met her and then finished writing it after we broke up. 
So it's quite a weird... I guess it just narrates our relationship in a way. And, yeah, that's why I decided to have her in the video. <laughs> Filming the video was intense. It was also really nice in a, in a weird way. Obviously, like, when you've broken up with someone, last thing you really want to be doing is sort of kissing them naked in a shower. <laughs> it was also, like, really nice to feel as though we're close enough to be able to, like, get through something like that. Um, and also the result of the video, although it's, like, really painful for me to watch, I've only watched it probably about three times, I th like, a lot of people have told me that it, they find it emotional, so we obviously made something, like, emotional and real. It was weird at, at times, but it was mainly fine. The worst part was, you know, when I'm lying on the lilo, <laughs> I had to... We filmed a really nice bit where Marika and I were sort of reading in the sun on the blow-up bed in the, in the water, and that was really nice. And then she got off the lilo and I had to, um, like, deflate the lilo and then lie there as a drone was filming me, but not react as the freezing cold water, like, crept over me. And I thought it was going to maybe last about, I don't know... 20 seconds, but it was about five minutes because the, the way the water was coming in was so slow. So I was like, I think in the end I actually um, had a panic attack and a dive boat had to come rescue me. I don't think I was thinking about what kind of song I wanted to write when I was writing it. In fact, like the chorus, the bits that I wrote when I first met Marika were the choruses mm -hmm. and the verses I wrote like as we were breaking up basically. And I guess I was just remembering how much... Like, when Gemma introduced me to her... Well, Gemma, my friend, best friend at the time, called me up and she was like, I've met someone and you're going to fall completely in love with her. And I was like, at the time, I was really heartbroken from someone else. Um, and I was just like, no, I won't. And then, obviously, I did. Yeah, there's not really a part of me that has any... would ever want to write, like, a nasty song about Marika. Um, so I think... Yeah, and I don't know. I think it would be difficult for me to write a mean breakup song. I don't know. Unless someone was an absolute asshole. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. So this album is 13 tracks long, and it's Hello. <laughs> I'm done. I'm out. I'm. For fuck's sake. Oh, okay. Um, this song is 13 tracks long. 44 minutes long. Uh, standard length at this point. So, I mean, you're not getting into anything super duper lengthy when you listen to this album. Um, but I would put this under the... Someone's strangling your animal. <laughs> Lucky, shut up! Rip. Okay. Well, um, where was I going with this? I would agree with the um, what was it? Wikipedia put her under um, the genre folktronica, uh, electro pop, dream pop, and indie pop. Yes, I agree with all of those. It's it's electronic music, um, but it's also kind of folk inspired at some points with the guitar, um, and. Um, I, let me just say the first time that I listened through this album, I could not stop listening to it. This was one of the first times that I've ever experienced this feeling where I'm just like, I have to know what's next. Like, I, I could not stop listening to this. And the first time I listened to it, I listened front to back in one sitting and I didn't even know what I was getting into. And I was just like, at the end of it, I was like, fuck yeah 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 I like it um do you have do you have anything to say before we get into the track list here anything overall to say about the album like my my first impressions yeah um my first impressions weren't as excitable as yours <laughs> well yeah I know that I thought it was good but I didn't know if it was something I would want to talk about well I sure as fuck did I I listened I think to like the first four or five songs when I was driving in my car, uh -huh. probably eating something, so mm -hmm. my focus wasn't all the way there. Mm -hmm. So, Well, the first four or five songs are where I'm going to start. I'm going to start with 
the intro track, which is an intro track. It's like the shortest track on here, I think, at two minutes and thirty seconds, which no is a miracle. What? There's no lyrics. Yeah, on there. Is. Oh, there are. Yeah. Um, oh shoot. Yeah, and I again, she goes through uh, her meaning on Apple Music, and um, what she basically said was she went to meet a friend in Ibiza. It, it's uh, it, is that how you pronounce it, Ibiza? Yeah. Yeah, Ibiza. Um, and she was attacked by a man, and that is the inspiration behind the song. That is basically all that it is. And the lyrics are really, really scant. Um, it's the, yeah, the it's song, I think the song is more about capturing a vibe uh, and giving you a taste of what is to come on the album than more to give you a narrative. Yeah, I um, completely agree. This isn't this isn't like anything to show off. This is just yeah. like you are to get you to get your your um your attention fixed and interested. Yeah, and it does just that. Like just yeah. by actually for me, like just by listening to the first track, it's so I did want to hear great. the next one. And this song, this track, trickles like perfectly into the yeah. next one. That's another thing. This album flows from track to track yeah. gorgeously. There were multiple times where I didn't even know the song ended. Yeah. And they just they immediately just went right into the next song. Yeah. And it's like it's it's the the album flows tremendously, which I can definitely appreciate. Um but just off the first track, it does give you a very, very uh coherent thought process that you will have throughout this entire album. Um, the lyrics set a mood, the instrumental sets this spacey, dreamy mood that you will see throughout the entire album. Now, I didn't listen to the night. I know you did, right? You listened to the night that 1975 album, right? Yeah, I listened to their newest album. Okay. I can, had can you to draw comparisons? Class. Can you draw yeah. comparisons? Oh, absolutely. The, the, the synth waves and the... That, like the drums are indistinguishable from each other. Right. They're exactly similar, but the 19, the 1975 is all about vocal harmonies between the guys, and this is not a really. female vocalist. Yeah. So, um, I will say though that most of her vocals, not all of them, most of her vocals have um this effect on them where I I believe it's just a vocaloid where um the you sing into a microphone um well fucking duh jesus christ ian i mean thanks for explaining that to me um but you sing and you play chords on this i've seen it done before um i don't know if it's the same exact process and i know bony Vare um processes his vocals similarly where um you have basically an automated pitch shifter um, where it'll keep your vocal, but it'll form a chord around it with your, that same vocal sample. It'll pitch shift your voice down to match the chord that you're playing. It's kind of weird. I've seen it done before, and it's weird to explain, but it's... You see it in some songs by Eden. Yeah, you do, don't you? Yeah. I know the song... Star... Slash N. Yeah. That yeah. One. That one has his voice pitch shifted around chords. Yeah. It sounds so I didn't know that was though. the process, though. I just thought that I, it's it was different his for, voice It's with different chords. for everyone. Interesting. Um, I, I know Bon Iver um, fucking built his in a, a cabin in the woods. It wasn't It wasn't anything that he bought. He actually made it, um, which is interesting to me. I don't know how you would do that, but he did it. So we are here now. We can move on. Um, but the next track, I think, I think the next track is the one that I actually started with. Um, if I remember correctly, did I skip the intro? I think, I guess it doesn't matter, but, um, the next track is called maybe you're the reason. And this is, this is what started me off on this whole downward spiral into descent to madness and i had to fucking listen to the entire fucking album because i couldn't get enough of it um it's she is so good at writing choruses that will stick in your head for fucking ever i'm sorry i'm swearing a lot part of that is the layering of 
everything going yeah. on in the track. Yeah. There are so many layers between the bass, the synths, like, f- forming in and out. And they're so dreamy, the, but the keys, they're also so crisp the guitar, and clean. And the vocals, all it's like it's like this like sweeping, melting noise. Yeah, that's like pretty indescribable. You'd have to listen to it to understand what I'm talking yeah. about, because it's not something you see a lot in music. Usually, you see layering in a way that you something is louder than another thing, or it's placed a certain way to yeah. give it a sort of like like a pounding yeah. vibe. But this this isn't that. Everything is like a cohesive singular sound that's like bred together uh-huh. and that's kind of completely different than other things because usually other things are meant for this noise to pop out this to stand out and this is just everything forming one wave that was a really good description like thank i was you. that was thank you hello impressive that was from, from my, over from here my brain I'm... give you the shia labeouf clap <laughs> Anybody else remember that video? No? Okay. Well, you're fucking dead to me. Um, but what do you... Actually, I have a question to ask you. What do you think of her voice? Um, I like it. I don't know what it would be without the voice modulation and the filters. I think it adds to the dreamy aesthetic pretty well, at least. It does, but at, like as a standalone vocalist, uh, yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know either. Yeah, and I wouldn't know because you don't really... Yeah. This is her voice combined with other aspects. Yeah. just com- You never just get it straight up. No, you don't, do you? It always has effects on it, but I mean... Well, either ha- I don't know if it always has effects, but it always has something, something, else, something else going on yeah. at the same okay. rate. Yeah, I get what you mean. Um... Moving on from maybe you're the reason because Tyler's uh, melting analogy was probably the best uh, the best description of the song that you're gonna get. Uh, we talk all the time. Yes, hell yes, she has this ability to create this very very melancholic yet extremely bouncy instrumental, and it just it grooves nicely. And at the same time, you can't tell if you want to dance your heart out or fucking cry. Um, which is... Shut up! Dog! Jesus. The dog up on the hill is in heat, so he really wants to fuck. That's the whole gist of it. Is <laughs> he just really, really what's happening? He really wants to be let out, yeah. Aye. Yeah. Without the red monster, that's that's all he wants to do. That's depressing. Yeah, poor dog. Kind of. Let him free. <laughs> Don't you want a bunch of luckies running around? That'd be awesome, actually. Well, let him out. <laughs> Stop whining. It'll be quieter in here. Oh, that's true. Fuck. Maybe I'll consider it. <laughs> I'd fucking die. But um, do you? I know you really like this song. Do you want to talk about? We talk I did really like the song. I think that this was maybe my favorite lyrical content on the album, being that it is quite when you look when you when you break it down, you look at it, it's a little sad. I know, I know it. it uh, hold on, I gotta go back because the songs are playing on my phone, and therefore I don't have the right lyrics pulled up. Okay, the song <coughs> the song starts off saying. Lying in bed and you're circling around my head. Try to picture something different instead of this. Pretend I don't exist. A paradigm shift. What is a paradigm? A paradigm? Yeah. Without getting all scientific on you? Yeah. Um, I'm actually curious. Okay. Paradigm is a, 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 typic, a typical example or pattern of something or a model, but it's used a lot in terms of... Not not universes colliding, but like paradigm shift can be something like out of this world affecting it, but we don't see it happening. Gotcha. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense in the context of the song too. Yeah, definitely. Um, so just starting off from that, <clears throat> apart from from the vibes you're getting from the sounds. 
Yeah. And she has a really, really distinct ability to move between moods within songs. Like, she'll go from dreamy and really, really airy and wavy and shut the fuck up! Thank you. Christ. Is that actually picking up? Maybe they won't know what I'm talking about. No, it just sounds like... It just sounds like you're being an asshole. Oh, okay. Well, it's okay. My dog can take it. He actually loves it. I have strep. Air quotes. Screams at his dog every 10 seconds. (laughs) At least it's not like a guttural scream. I mean... Did you do a self-diagnosis or did you have a doctor stick their hand in your throat? Like, what's going on here? No, not yet. I just feel like shit, honestly. It's probably just drainage from my... Into- but my face hurts so fucking Oh, bad. well, that's gross. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> you all are very welcome for the graphic detail. Um, but she moves from very, very airy, wavy, uh, kind of surrounds your head sounds, um, kind of melting around you, like Tyler was saying before on the previous song. And then she moves into these choruses, which just punch you in the fucking face and they the, the drums smack and the the groove is beautiful and the thing is it all melts together into this coherent song and it's gorgeous because it goes from these airy wavy in this song anyway it goes from these airy wavy synths to the uh classic opening line of the court we don't fuck anymore and then the kick drum kicks in and you're just moving back and forth because you can't help it. At least I was. This is a physical sort of song where you kind of... Yeah, you have to get into it. It it just grooves too well to not get into it. Bumpy. Yeah. I guess it would depend on your... This this might be where our our opinions differ. What's the next song you want to talk about? I want to talk about Wild a little bit. All right. You're just gonna leave it to me. Yep. Okay. Um. Yep. This. I. I. I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna rat on this song a little bit in the next section, but. I mean, well, let's see what she has to say about the song. Apparently, she wrote it when she was 17. Um. As you can see, we're extremely prepared to yeah, be talking about this. Absolutely. Tyler left his notes at his house, so. Yeah, but I don't have to look at my phone in order to. I'm just wondering what she has to say about it because I didn't really read through it. Exactly, that's my point. <laughs> the preparation standards of an Eagle Scout. Am I right, ladies? Fuck off. You can go eat a toe. toe. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, she just it, I guess it's about getting very very upset as she would as a teenager which I mean go fucking figure who didn't um but Wild is again very a very very dreamy piece of uh, electro pop and it, it, it's waves around your head it's very very pretty I don't know I like the aesthetic of it um I don't think it's one of the stronger tracks on here but I I do want to talk about number five a lot um, can do, do, are we gonna talk about number yes. five? Yes. Okay. Please, please. Um, like this this was one of my favorite tracks on this album because the guitar is so good. Why is this not a feature track? A feature track? Yeah, with the star. I Two, don't know. Two, three, six, and eight are, but somehow five is not. I feel like five is. I swear to oh God, my God, I'm going to put your fucking dog down if this doesn't stop right now. <laughs> Is this the drawer with your syringes? Where are they? <laughs> I got the stuff in my backpack, okay? I want to make this happen. Lucky, shut up! Alright, we'll be right back. <laughs> and we're back. Yeah, in a world where I'm back from chaining my dog to a tree so as to avoid... No, 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 no. In a world where the Hoke family has one less dog than they did 20 minutes ago. That's where we're at right now. Right now, yeah. Pretty much. Uh, I, oh, Jesus Christ. It was a good dog up until today. Yeah. That was the last straw. Yeah, kind of. Um, I mean, we didn't... Oh, my God. I really wish we had chopped that dog's balls off. You but haven't? Honestly. No. 
neither of my dogs. Well, you can't blame the dog then. Yeah, no. No. Because we thought we were going to breed them for a little while, and apparently golden retrievers have hip problems that prevent them from having kids, so... And now it's too late to get him chopped, so... Rip! You missed yeah, the boat on that one. Yeah, he's suffering. <laughs> I actually feel really bad for that dog, but... Uh, I do, too. God damn, is he annoying. Anyway, you can finish your thought. What? Shut up. Don't no, even say anything. I mean, I have something to say, but okay. I'd have to cut it out later, so I'll just not. Oh, okay. Well, you can Less tell me Less work after. for me. Fair enough. It's not even that funny, so. Oh, okay. Rip. Rip. What were you saying? I was just saying that the 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 two, three, six, and eight are starred on Apple Music, which means that when you look at the album, these are the songs that are supposed to stand out that the artists have selected for you to click on first and listen to, hopefully get you hooked on their music. But for some reason they didn't pick five, which I think is probably one of the catchiest tracks and best tracks on the album. So I don't know what crackhead man she was dating that convinced her not to star this one but yeah that's where we're at yeah that's where we're at agreed it's it's it starts off with it is not a perfect guitar strum by any means but it's so quaint and it sets a mood completely and the effects on the guitar i guess it's an acoustic guitar isn't it that is that is definitely an acoustic guitar probably i have to listen to it again though I think that's one of the only times acoustic guitar shows up on the entire album. If I remember correctly. It's all electric. Probably. Yeah. Although sometimes it's hard to tell because you can run any filter through any kind of guitar. Yeah. You could put an effect pedal on a piano. Yeah, that's true. You can. Very true. If you do, though, something's wrong with you. In the head. I don't know. Like, what, what would okay, happen you if you played could... a, you? Next time, I'll bring my distortion pedals and we'll plug your piano into it. We'll listen to it. Sounds like it probably an sounds airplane like scraping the Serengeti. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> Why the Serengeti? Why not? I don't know. Okay. Well, I mean, do you want to talk about this? I'll let you start off talking about it if you want. Back to you, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> so. Track number five, I just want to say, has one of the catchiest choruses um, that I'll probably hear in 2019. Uh, and I must say that a lot of the material on here is probably going to show up on my favorite songs of the year list uh, if we do that again, because I want to. Um, of course. But. Actually from 2019 this time. Yeah. <laughs> Actually from 2019. You're welcome. I didn't listen to a lot of 2018 music in 2018, so it didn't make sense for me to pick 10 songs I well, barely knew. fix that one. Yeah, now We're I've listened there. to many musics. For fuck's sake, Tyler. Um, you seem so happy. Where was I talking about? It's one of the catchiest chorus that I will probably hear in 2019. Um, the vocal melodies that she puts onto the track, I'm not even going to try singing at this point, um, because it's it's gonna sound like I have a three foot ball sack down my throat but (laughs) (laughs) I hate it when that happens (laughs) I love it when that happens what (laughs) anyway alright this is the last time Ian's hosting sound (laughs) we're moving down the list who's next send in your applications (laughs) Uh, homosexuality um and I love the way that she writes the lyrics in a way that's sort of obscure um, and kind of, I'm not going to say that there aren't a whole lot of lyrics and that they're minimal because they're not really minimal, but they're kind of minimal. Um, I mean, there's a difference between minimal and saying everything you have to say in in like a, a minimal, satisfying manner. Yeah. Like if you can write an essay in two pages that it would take other people to write five who's the better writer the person that can say it in fewer words more eloquently so yeah 
No, I got you. That's exactly the feeling that I actually get on this. But the vocal melody on the chorus is one of the prettiest things that I will probably hear in 2019. Um, everything in this song is like this is the pinnacle of indie dream electro pop. Like this, this is it, folks. Like, and this is where kind of the I guess folktronica influences come in a little bit. Um, but this song is very, very close to a perfect version. Um, the chord progression is beautiful. Her vocals are beautiful. The guitar is beautiful. The bass is smooth. It's just like ev everything is coming together to form Voltron on this song, basically. It, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's, I would agree. it's the ultimate this, power ring. This song is going to stay in my library. Yeah, forever. Honestly, never mind. We'll get to that at the end. Okay. I'll, are you going to talk about the next track? Follow My Girl? Yeah. I Well, yeah, because... This is also one of my favorites. This is a runner-up for me. I'm going to say, yeah, I don't think... Like, I don't know if this would fit in my top three off, off of the album, but fourth, obviously. Yeah. I don't know. I Maybe it would be my top three. I don't know. This was the only single off of the album. This track was released oh, yeah, it was, months it? before the album. And yeah. it did get a little bit of recognition from alternative press. Really? Yes. Well, actually? Which, in the grand scheme of things, could mean absolutely nothing. But at least she got a tilt of the cap for someone. I'm sure somebody discovered her because of that. I mean, she's working under the same label as the 1975. So she's probably good. Like, let's be honest here. And she's doing a U.S. tour. She's already done a Europe tour. Dude, we are going to that show. I'm so excited. I like complete. I either I forgot or I didn't know she was coming to Black Cat. I feel like I looked at it before though, and I just forgot. I started following her on Instagram, and I just saw it there. Black Cat is a weird venue. Is it really? Yeah, it's got a weird like black and white checkerboard floor. Probably holds like oh god, six hundred people maybe. Actually, it might that be smaller disgusting. than that. It's very small. It's it's pretty interesting though it's got like okay. a bar in the middle of it it's weird Where, what if you who have you seen at the black cat mastodon mastodon yeah <laughs> of all fucking bands that was never mind your dad is okay i really want to have your dad on for a podcast have you actually. listened to mastodon moving on um have you no i haven't okay i haven't either <laughs> <laughs> you just work for your dad i know yeah. Okay. It's a um, free show. Obviously, I'm coming. I'd see fair enough. anyone. Anyone. If somebody was like, hey, you want to come? And I, I didn't have to pay for the ticket. I'd be like, yes. <laughs> Please. Blake me Shelton too. at Merriweather? Yes. Sign me up. I'd go. Yeah. Unless if it's if there's free, someone yeah. better playing somewhere else that night. Um, I Follow My Girl has one of my favorite lyrics on this entire album. At the beginning of the chorus line. Um, and actually, I want to talk about how the song, song starts off. Because it starts off really, really pretty. And then it heads into this repeated vocal sample of... I. It's her saying something. It's the first line of her saying something. But she starts playing chords with just like her voice and this repeated, um, this repeated vowel that she's saying. And... I, I just was not expecting that. Um, it, it was a turn of events that I was happy to see. Um, but the one lyric um, that I really, really liked um, because I just... Oh my god, I love turns of phrase like this. Um, at the beginning of the chorus line, she says, Watching my world make funny faces at its own reflection. Nothing feels good, it's not right. I... I don't know why I'm such a sucker for that kind of thing, but, like, when people put so eloquently into words and a poetic sense of real-world issues that are happening, I just... And they simplify it down, and they put it into these words that you probably wouldn't... Like, a phrase that you wouldn't hear anywhere else, but a song like this, it just... Instant orgasm, basically. Like, it, hell yeah. <laughs> okay. I, 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 and what is there to say about this song other than, or that's different from all the other ones? I mean, it's a dreamy piece of, uh, synth pop. 
And I mean, she the thing is, she manages to keep it fresh and new and uh, th- how do I? Anyway, moving on from there. Uh, something far too good to feel. Um, oh, this you actually you see uh, some acoustic guitar on this too, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Huh? I'm looking I at the. Li- I I actually did not realize that the lyrics were this like. Simplistic. So, yeah. Yeah. I didn't. Um. But the thing is, it's not like it's not dumbed down, or it's not there's it's not like there's no variety to them. It's just they're simple, and they get the job done really, really well. I'm very interested in finding out what kind of guitar she she plays. Like what brand? Yeah, because the tone isn't normal. No, it's not. It's not like a no, Taylor or anything. It's not like. like it's not washed out, but do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's kind of like twangy, which makes it sound like a little, like a little drowned it out. It kind of sounds compressed. Yes, exactly. Much better word. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting. It, I, I don't know. Great, I like all but... the effects. Um, And, oh my God. I love her lyrics. Um... I mean, looking at the second line, we let our heads cave in, subject to greater things, and faster days and brighter hues, let's sacrifice the love I grew and I grew. I don't know why I just appreciate poetry and music so much, but... Ah, do I do I love it? And she uses these wavy samples. It's these, um... What are the... I, what, what, it, it's kind of jittery, the samples that she uses. These high synths. Uh, that play these chords throughout the song that I absolutely love. Um, and, I mean, her voice is processed in a similar way that it is all across the album. I just... Hell yes. Now, this is the seventh track. After this, things start to get dicey. I feel like. I'm gonna talk about two more songs. Where, where do you want to start with this, though? I have two more left. Okay, where, are you, where do you want to go from there? Um... I will talk about Everybody Hates Me for a little bit, um, because I do like the piano. I just feel, I've, and I, actually, I like the instrumental. It's gorgeous. Um, I just feel like it's messy at points. I also want to talk about Worms. Really? Those are the two you got left? No, I, th- I want to s- talk about Saw You in a Dream, too, the final track. Dude, I want to talk about Marika's Sleeping. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Um, this is one of the two songs that I actually have notes for because I was taking notes on a notebook page and I ran out of space so I didn't want to start a new page and write like three words so I wrote it on my phone and I forgot my notebook but I have my phone with me so here we go um so Marika is sleeping is it's the orchestral track isn't it yes it's one of the most like atmospheric and haunting pieces on the album but it's it's like if you took the aspects of other songs and stripped the lyrics from it, it's kind of like a compressed version. I'm using your word again. It's kind of like you. a compressed version of like all of the essential bones that form the album, mm-hmm. which I think is really interesting. But I'll also have something else to say about it in the in next, next section. section yeah. So, but that's those I are the good like things I had to too. say. About I mean, it. I. Th- the thing is about the songs that are kind of on the side of things that are messier, even the songs that I didn't like as much as the first half of the album are still not bad. Like, right, exactly. They're still gorgeous, and I mean, I think there's only one song that I would actually skip. Really? Yeah. I don't think there were any that I would skip. Is the, Wait, is there one, isn't there one that um, is like almost a, Carbon Fire, um, like repeat of a previous one, because I feel like there was one that was extremely similar to the other one, and I was like, "Didn't I already hear this?" My crazy. I don't know. No. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Forget that. I don't I think know it was what far I'm talking away about. That I really didn't didn't care for, but I want to talk about Worms. Even though Worms, the beat is kind of confused at the beginning. I do love the lyrics on this one too. Um, where she says, give me a second. Oh yeah, the, the chorus, um, starts out, and the, I, I love the beat, the beat is so 
groovy and driving on this song. It's not. Uh, it's unlike any other groove on the album. A lot of them are more straightforward. This is more swingy and like you find a pocket for yourself and you kind of ride the pocket. There's not a whole lot of it. This is one of the least straightforward beats on the album. Um, and dear God, do I love it. But when the chorus kicks in, it's oh my God. Uh, the chorus goes, uh, only a day old. Could I know what love is? Invest yourself in something worth investing in. You keep repressing it only a day old and I haven't come to grips with it. I, 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 I love the lyrics. Yeah, that's good. On so many of the tracks here. And I haven't, I, I, I realized listening back to a lot of the podcasts because I like to listen back to get myself more AdSense. Um, <laughs> um, I realize that I don't talk about lyrics as much as I should, but the lyrics on this one, you can't miss them because they're so poetic and they flow so well with the instrumentals. Um, and really there's th- this song is just groovy and it's gorgeous. Like so many of the other songs on here that I have so many great things to say about. And I'm just kidding. There is one more acoustic guitar, acoustic guitar, on this album, and it is on the last track, I Saw You in a Dream, which is by far the most emotional track on this album. And that's saying something, because a lot of the lyrics on the tracks here are very, very heart-wrenching. We'll say that. The poetry in them... I don't, I don't know what it, what it is about how poetically she says things, but it really it tugs at you sometimes, what she's saying. Um... And Saw You in a Dream is one of the... It's one of the most stripped-back songs. There's not as much going on in this track as there are other tracks. It's not so much of a melt in this song, like melting sounds together. And it's more the feeling in her voice. This is probably the most stripped-back her voice is on the album. The vocaloid isn't there. She still harmonizes her own voice. But the effects that were on her voice throughout the rest of the album aren't really here it's more just her voice and i just realized reading some of what she said about uh this track in uh where she i guess she dove into detail on um what this album on the meaning behind this album um she says how it's her favorite song that she's ever written it's about a friend passing away um and it was a very very difficult time for her but she says how uh, on the last leg of the song she was crying while she was singing it which i can definitely see um because this this is definitely the most heart-wrenching song on the album um and what a what a finisher what a what a way to close off the album honestly it's so it's gorgeous and it's melancholic, and the guitar sounds incredible. And what is there to say that we haven't already about this? It's I don't know. I think we covered a lot of ground. Yeah, I overall I was very impressed with this album. I'm going to um, I'm I'm gonna piss on a little bit here, but overall I was just so impressed. Are you ready to get in the next section, Tyler? Hell yeah, let's go. <laughs>
So looking back at the track listing here, um, thirteen songs. Um, out of the thirteen tracks here, there were like five that I didn't like. Um, but even even the ones that I air quotes didn't like were actually still like good. Um, I do wanna I I do want to point out real quick that all of the tracks here are so unbelievably gorgeous in their soundscape. Um, that it's hard to say that I would skip many of the tracks here. I will say, I'm going to start with Wild real quick. Um, it is nowhere near as grandiose as the song preceding it. Um, we talk all the time. I just feel like the, the placement, um, could have been better with this song, and I feel like the instrumental could have been a little more interesting. But you have other stuff to say about it, I can tell, so go ahead. Prayers to Alex Trebek. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. You're welcome. We can turn the volume down again. Okay. Oh, fuck. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, jeepers heck. Um, jeepers heck? <laughs> <laughs> can we talk about Wild? Yeah. I mean, I was just talking about that. Earth to Tyler. Can we talk about the chorus here? Okay. Watching myself go wild. Uh-huh. Watching myself go wild. Like, I just, I don't like, I don't know what it is, but I feel like the 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 verse wasn't by any means weak and certainly catchy at the least. And then she goes into the chorus, which don't get me wrong, is catchy because she's only saying four words. One of them is an abbreviation, but. It's basically the equivalent to all time low. Yeah, exactly. Low, 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 I don't know, man. I don't know. No, I am not. That is my answer. I might. I still I still think the song is decent. Um, yeah, but the chorus just loses my attention. I'm like, yeah. all right, wow. That was clever. Wow, <laughs> I see what you did there. You said the same words. Yeah, very very poetic of you. I, I do think she's very poetic. But um, And even on the songs that I didn't particularly like, I'm going to start off with Lilo. Um, starting with this track I feel like things start to fall off the wayside when it comes to structuring the songs and when it comes to coherency in the song's idea it's this is where it becomes kind of scatterbrained um, I, I feel like this song might be trying to do too much a little bit yeah and same thing with some of the other tracks here like everybody hates me everybody hates me I love 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 the piano in this song because it's gorgeous and I love the yeah. instrumental but her voice is the way it's processed on the song this is the most processed that it is on the album and it just it's it's very very robotic in a sense but it's also very messy because when the chorus ke- uh, kicks in it overpowers a lot of the instrumental and the amount of reverb that she has on it as well kind of makes it sound a little muddled so that kind of turned me away from the song a little bit but Lilo just isn't anywhere near as Anywhere near as I don't want to say inventive as the other songs because I don't really know how inventive this album is, but it's just uh, Lilo is nowhere near as 
well thought out and well planned and coherent and as gorgeous and grand as the other songs on here. It's just it does it pales in comparison to me. So instrumentally, I would agree that it's kind of a sore toe sticking out. Yeah, but lyrically, I thought this song was one of the most in- impressive on the album. The song starts off. I needed someone to depend upon. I was alone. I was emotional. Searching for the right emoticon, I expand my mental lexicon. Yeah, that's a good opening line. That's really freaking good. For any of you who don't know homeless listeners out there, a mental lexicon is your internal dictionary within your brain. So she's saying that she's searching for a little emoji. emoji to describe what she's trying to say in her head that she can't put into words. Yeah. That's a freaking sentence and a half, my guy. That's really impressive. And I will say the chorus really floats as well. Like it's a... With the oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I would agree. And also the line, I... Um, I love the line in the chorus where she says, I can hold my breath for another... I can hold my breath another minute. I can keep my head. There's nothing in it. I'm a patient wave, and it's an easy ride. That's a good fucking mm. line. That hit me here, Ian. That That's a good... She, I love... Oh, my God. I mean... She went from this not liking session. this and its cohesiveness to loving it. I do like the lyrics. The in lyrical content is... Yeah. I had to pull it back. On. You were kind of crapping on it for a second. I had to, I had to, even out the play. I know. Uh, I think I've said everything about everybody hates me as much as I can, but I just, I love the piano on that song. Uh, Marika is sleeping. Um, lyrics are very very simplistic, like almost non-existent on this song. Um, I didn't. I thought there weren't lyrics. Isn't that the instrumental track? It's the orchestral. Yeah. Bro, I got none lyrics on mine. Zero. I don't know why Apple Music is retarded like that, but you it know, is. You know, it is, but at, at the same time... It's a really good music app. Like, it's really good. What's better? I I, I have Amazon, answers. Amazon Music isn't. No, it's, Amazon Music is, is... Horrible. Absolutely terrible. Spotify, the app, maybe. The app itself. Yeah, Spotify, maybe. The service is great. Spotify is good, but it doesn't have everything. Yeah, that and um, it. Oh, it's, it's just really recent. Messy. In the past two years, did it have Taylor Swift? It didn't have Taylor Swift for like five years. I know it doesn't. That's have That's a big artist. That's a big artist. It doesn't have Jay Z either. D- really? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what? Spotify <laughs> can suck it. <laughs> Apple Music has my money. What yeah. did you think about Far Away? Um, I just, hold on. I want to I want to talk about Marika is sleeping just a little bit, just a little bit, because I did like the orchestralness of the track. But I thought the the guitar interludes that she put in were very misplaced. It was cute in a sense, but it just it didn't fit with the rest of the track. It wasn't as coherent as a lot of the other things. That all I had. That's all I had to say about that, though. Far Away was probably my least favorite song in this album because of the lack of the apparent lack of thought that went into it. Um, I wasn't even really impressed with the lyrics, and I thought the pacing on the track was not good in any sense of the word. Um, it doesn't move as much as I would like it to. Yeah, and I mean, it's I I I had a similar problem with Everybody Hates Me, where the verse was like literally twenty seconds, and then you're just shot into the chorus, and you're like, "What the fuck is happening?" Like the the pacing on the song is just a little bit off, um, and it's two minutes and fifty seconds. Uh, this song Far Away is, um, so it doesn't have as much content as a lot of the other tracks on here do. Um, there was nothing really spectacular about the lyrics here. Um, I did kind of like the chord progression. The chord progression was kind of nice, but other than that, this song, I could have done without this song on the album. Uh, that being said, this is the 12th song on the album, and it moves right into I Saw You in a Dream, and that is a fantastic closer to the it album. It redeems itself. Um, and... It's not like the it's not like the unfortunate ending of the Dirty Kitchen album that we reviewed. Yeah. Um, Sorry, because- Frank. <laughs> My man. 
loved that album to death, but this this album it leaves off on a note that feels much more complete to me uh, than a lot of actually a lot of other albums that we've uh, listened to recently. It just it, it it flows from start to finish. It's all coherent and it's all gorgeous. And I'm saying this in the section where I'm supposed to shit on an album, so you know that I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it too. I I'm I'm ready to finish off. I, am I was too. Uh, yeah. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Amen. Amen. Bless us all. Bless us all. Finishing thoughts on this album. Um, it's gorgeous. Hell yes to this album. This is one of my personal favorites that we've ever reviewed. Um, I the, just the, this this album is going to be certified Tyler Platinum. I'm buying it on vinyl. <laughs> Are you actually? Yes, I will be. I liked it that much. I'm so happy that I found something else you liked. Yeah. I also want also, Black I, Belt Eagle Scout on vinyl, which I kind of forgot about, and I haven't thought about it. But now they, I'm like, they, oh, they, they, I they, forgot she about has that. on vinyl. Everything's on vinyl. Oh, holy shit, that's cool. If it's not on vinyl, I, also, I will put it on vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> I also take full credit for getting Tyler into Twenty One Pilots. You're welcome, Tyler. I hated it at first. Uh huh. Actually, it was like a good while, a few weeks. Uh huh. By I, what I, I mean, a good while. Yeah. You should be stressed out, and I was like, hell no. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I was like, uh, I was like, wow, the singing is horrible. The instruments are horrible. And then I watched the music video, and I found myself tapping my foot against my ceiling, and I was like, oh, <laughs> this is pretty nice. Oh, oh. I thought the same thing when I listened to uh, Eden for the first time. I forget what the first song I heard is, but it was like I think it was. I think the first song I heard by him was "Drugs" and yeah. then "Crash." I think that's what I think the first one I heard though you recommended you recommended me was "Crash," and I only listened to the audio. I don't even know if it had words for some reason. I just heard the audio, and then I um. I I watched the music video for "Drugs" or like the three D VR. What's it called? Visualizer, and I was like, oh. This is pretty good. And yeah. then I found Rock and Roll, which is my favorite song. And uh, <clears throat> Is it actually like your favorite song? It's up there. It's my top three. It's up yeah. there with Maps? I don't know if Maps is my top three. It's in my top ten. What else is in your Rock top Rock and Roll strikes a chord with me, big time. What else is in your top three, then? I don't know. I'd have to think about harder. I just know okay. Rock and Roll would be. Okay. I'm just wondering. We got off track. Um, this album is gorgeous. This album surrounds you this album flows incredibly from track to track granted there are a couple moments on this album where um it kind of slows down and i do think that towards the later half it starts to slow down a bit um but a lot of it is forgivable to me because of how absolutely and undeniably beautiful this album is and all of the sounds and her vocals i i was thoroughly impressed can i point something out here yeah. is that when it's when the mixing is terrible we always crap on it but when it's really good we don't tend to highlight it the mixing and the producing on this album is, is absurdly ridiculously yeah. good yeah it's so good yeah and that's due to thank you george daniel from the 1975 yeah i mean she did a lot of the producing herself as well on this album it's just she got help from him which did not hurt her chances um 1975 is a british band aren't they yeah. Okay. Because she comes from Britain as well. Um, what was your overall? What would you What would you give this album? What would you say? An eight. Like a big eight. Like a big e. Big hand. <laughs> like a um. Like an eight point three. I'd give it a mid eight. Nice. I am th the only reason that I am not giving it a similar rating to the Frank Sullivan album is because it slows down in the second half, which is unfortunate. But then again, it is forgivable for how the album ends, and she does pick it back up with a track here and there. So, I hell yes to this album. Hell, yeah. hell yes to this very, album. Very, I was good. very pleasantly surprised and extremely impressed, and I cannot wait to both see her live. And for what she releases next. We're doing it. Yeah. Hell we're yeah, doing we're it. doing it. We'll buy them today. Right now. You think? How much do the tickets cost? I don't know, but that's a story for another time. That's a story for another time. We thank you all for coming out and listening to this podcast. Um, as always, go and show the artist some love. Go follow her uh, at the Japanese house, I think, on Instagram. 
Wait, um, we gotta keep talking. I gotta find how many followers she has. Oh yeah. Um, also follow us on Instagram at Sound Audits Podcast. Leave us a comment. Leave us a DM. Shoot us a DM. We'll shoot us a DM. Uh, give us suggestions for what albums that you think we should review next because we always enjoy getting suggestions. Um, and as always, all of the uh, material that you hear on this podcast is our shitty opinions. So don't feel like you have to love this album just because we loved it how many, how many followers did she have 89.7 thousand she is a small artist. band artist woman i'm super happy i found her dude strong independent woman artist yes yes she posts 600 pictures thank you for listening thank you for listening we'll see you in the next podcast we'll see you in the next podcast that will be coming out at 9 a.m eastern standard time as per the norm and as always have yourselves a wonderful day especially if you're living in Maryland because the weather is gorgeous right now and hopefully it stays that way and doesn't drop to 32 like it's supposed to it's supposed to snow on Thursday fuck my life okay we love you all we'll see you in the next one goodbye